Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Helen and the Real Business Builder podcast and oh my god, I've got such an amazing episode. So excited to share this with you. I'm speaking to Christina Whiteley who is one of the leaders in our network marketing industry and we were just talking about hitting your goals, what happens when you don't hit your goals, finding that confidence and self-belief. Honestly, the gold in here, you are going to hear some things that you probably really did need to hear. And I just absolutely love this interview because it is a total reflection of this industry. It's all about supporting each other, helping each other out. We're in completely different companies, but we just want to help each other and really help grow this industry as well. So I'm really excited for you to pick up that confidence just from listening to this podcast. So let's dive in and let's get started. Okay, so before we get started, I'm going to cut right in here again because I've got something really exciting that I need to tell you about. If you are someone that is feeling like you're stuck in your business, it's not growing and you need somebody just to tell you what to do. You need a plan, basically. You need a roadmap. Well, I've created a free resource, which is a five-step action plan to successfully attract new business builders to your business this month. And it's going to talk you through, based on my experience, the five steps that you need to cover to help grow your business. And I cannot wait to share this with you. Go and check out the show notes. And now, I'll let you get back to the podcast. Okay, everybody, I'm so excited to be blessed with Christina Whiteley here on the podcast today, who is an industry expert, entrepreneur, podcast host, and going to bring you so much incredible value today about helping you with your mindset, setting goals. And I think we have a lot in common, Christina. Basically, we're both high achievers. We want to make the best out of this industry. So thank you so much, so, so much for doing this for us and sharing your wisdom and energy, which is what I think, again, we have in common, your energy with our listeners today. So yeah, tell us about yourself, Christina. Oh my gosh, Helen, thank you so much for having me. I feel so grateful. You know, social media can be a blessing and a curse. And I think every good thing comes with a bad thing and every bad thing comes with a good thing. Like that's just how life works. And and it's been able to connect me with some incredible people, much like yourself, and, and really raise the bar, not only for our industry, but for entrepreneurship, for women in leadership. Uh, you know, one of my one of my key factors, the, the thing that I was really born to do is help people believe more in themselves that, you know, and, and I think that we we come from a place where our life experience gives us lessons and we can either take those lessons and keep learning them over and over and over again throughout our lives, or we can take those lessons and heal through them and help other people with it. And so I'm really grateful that I, you know, I, I had the opportunity to connect with you and be able to share with some of your listeners, some of the life lessons that I've learned that'll make life a lot easier for them. Because when we are born into a society that says you need to do this, this, this to create a successful life, right? Like, I don't know about you, when I grew up, my parents were like, you need an education. You need to go to university. You need a well-paying job with a pension and healthcare. I don't even know if those exist anymore, by the way, right? You need to go like, this is what you need to do. And then you get married, you have kids, you buy a house. Well, nobody told me I was going to come out of university with $30,000 in debt and a very low paying job where I could barely pay my rent. Never mind, pay off my student loan. Nobody ever told me that it was going to be a battle to figure out what I actually wanted to do if I kept listening to everybody else around me. And I remember thinking, so what am I supposed to do? Just work out the rest of my days until I can happily retire? Like, that doesn't sound like the life that I want to live. Like, that's not who I am. And so 
it's been a really interesting journey through going to university, um, you know, getting a job, starting a business. I was a hairstylist. I own my own salon and on-site wedding business. Loved it, but also realized I had no freedom of time. I worked every single weekend, uh, April till October. I would be gone from five in the morning till five at night and then do it the all over again the next day. I'd work evenings. And when I had my daughter, I was like, I'm not willing to miss out on singing her to sleep at night. I'm not willing to miss out on story time at night and where we talk about her day. I'm not willing to miss out on birthdays and barbecues on the weekend and going to the lake and going camping and doing all the things that I want to do as a mom with her. And that's when, you know, I really realized things had to shift in my life. And, and, you know, I didn't have any experience in a different industry. I didn't have uh, a skill set or anything, but what I was willing to do is I was willing to learn. And I also took that big picture mentality that we had and over the last six years have realized it's not about the big picture because that picture is constantly evolving. It's about what is the next right step for you. I That's love it. that. I absolutely <laughs> love that. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, you, I could have spoken those words myself. Firstly, you have just basically summed up in a few sentences there why everybody should be looking at this incredible industry. You've just sold it because it is everything that is amazing about network marketing. It's every reason that I joined network marketing. And my path is actually quite similar to yours. I was in the wedding industry as well. So my business was cakes, not hair, but... <laughs> Same as you, you know, never saw my family. The weekends were just a no-go area. It was crazy. And as well, you know, if you want to take time off and have vacation in the peak time, which is the summer season, it wasn't going to happen. Or you could, but you're going to lose some income. So yeah, I was looking for something that meant that flexibility, that whole thing. And everything you've just said as well about, I love what you said about us all growing up with this idea of this path, this society that the society teaches us to go on this path, our parents particularly, you know, that's just the way they were taught with their generation. It's like college, school, college, great education, great job for life, get married, settle down, be the wife, be the mom. Mm-mm. I am so passionate about creating a community of entrepreneur women who just break through that and go, no, do you know what? Let's go out there, and I know you're doing this as well, and show people that there is an alternative, that there is a way that you can have everything that you want. And I love what you said about step by step by step. So talk a bit more about that, because I really want to explore that, because I think sometimes we have this um, kind of learning and coaching within the industry that you have to have this big vision, you have to kind of know where you're going as an end goal. Let's explore that because I think that will hit home with a lot of people that listening are listening to this today. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple things, you know, what the blessing about being a work from home mom, especially is that this like your secret superpower is that you get to teach your kids communication. You get to teach them uh, entrepreneurship. You get to teach them grit. You get to teach them how to manage their emotions and emotional intelligence. You get to be the example. So if you're not happy What kind of example are you setting for your kids that this is what I've settled for? This is what we do just to get by, right? Like life cannot be, my God, the purpose of life cannot be just to get by and pay my bills, okay? Like we need to have some sense of fulfillment. And when we show people that, and when we we act, it's not good enough to just tell people what to do. It's like, it's not all for the gram anymore, okay? You can't just post a beautiful picture anymore and think that that's (laughs) like, 
you literally have to live it and be the example for other people, right? It's not our job to save people. It's our job to save ourselves and teach them how we did it, right? I, we've heard that. We've heard that before. And so a lot of the times because of that upbringing, and by the way, our parents wanted the best for us. They wanted us to be stable. They wanted us to be safe. They always wanted us to be taken care of, right? Like they didn't do it out of malicious intent to wash our dreams and kill us, right? Like kill our souls. They never did that. It was because they wanted the best for us. So I just, I want to reiterate that. But what would happen is if you didn't do what was best or what they thought was best, there was some sort of negative feedback as if, we've failed or we've disappointed somebody. And I have to be very clear about this. The only person that you can disappoint in this world is your eight-year-old self, right? Not going back and healing the past part of you and your 80-year-old self. That's the only two people you have to impress and nobody else you have to worry about. And so, you know, along this path, I've always looked at life in chapters, right? And so that's why I don't really get attached to the big, big, big outcome because I'm like, this chapter could be three months or six years. I don't know how long this chapter is going to be. It could be it could be a couple of days. Same thing goes with people that come and go in your life, right? They could be there for a day, a week, a year, a season, maybe a lifetime. But what you have to do is surround yourself with like-minded people that see a vision that maybe you're interested in and start asking questions because, you know, we did we did the school thing. I did the salon thing. I loved it, but it didn't serve me at a higher power. I knew that I was I was made for more to help people in a bigger way than giving them a really sweet haircut and a cool do on their wedding day, right? <laughs> like I knew that there was more to life than that. And I kept being called. And so that intuition that you have inside of you, that is not to be quieted. That is to be trusted. And nobody else can take that from you and nobody else can give that to you. There's a song in your heart. And I know that sounds so cheesy, but there's a song in your heart that you have to listen to. And my song kept saying, it has to be more than this. And so when I pivoted, my clients were pissed, right? Like people were like, what do you mean you're not doing hair anymore? Like, what do you mean you're not doing this? And I said, you know, I've got to move on. And this is what I want to do. When I got into network marketing, I was not popular. Okay. People were yeah. pissed off at me that I left Amen my business. To that. Right? <laughs> I know because people have this stigma about what it is and I get it. Right. Because I've seen the spammy posts. I've seen the crappy messaging. I've seen the me, me, me. I want the sale. Can you help me? Right. Would you just place an order to help me? Nobody owes you a goddamn thing. Nobody owes you a thing. And so when you go out and you create value and you become of service to other people, guess what? People actually want to support you if you just switch that perspective around. So it was not, we were not popular. I was asked multiple times by family members, when are you getting a real job? Your husband needs a real job because my husband ended up coming home and being a stay-at-home dad, right? Yeah. And, and we did it because we're a team and we don't care what it looks like on the outside. But it was so important to us that we raised our family and that we were there together creating our lives life memories, creating, finding joy every day as a family. Right. And so it didn't matter what other people said, but so often even like little bits of it would creep in and be like, I don't know, am I doing the right thing? Am I made to do this? Am I supposed to be doing this? Who am I to go out on social media and inspire people and tell them what I think of the world and how I could, how things could be a better place? You know, like who am I to do that? That imposter syndrome creeps in. But again, if that is the song in your heart that is singing that you need to go out there and create something to help other people, my gosh, you can't stop it. So why not dig into it and show people the way and bring them with you and give a great example to your children on how you're good to others and how you serve them and how you help them. 
all while creating boundaries and keeping yourself safe, surrounded by people that truly believe in you. Yeah. Gina, I absolutely love everything you said. There's a lot, a lot to unpack in there. But firstly, I just wanted to say that, yeah, I think you and I are on the same page about making sure that this industry is so full of integrity and not done in the way that it can sometimes be done. And I think it is, I know it is massively improving because there are more people speaking up and saying these kind of things. You know, let's create genuine relationships. Let's you know, do things where we're adding value constantly. That's our focus. Give, 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 not take. And who wants to be sold to? Who wants to go and look on a social media page where it's product, product, product? And I coach all the time, you know, no, that's just taking. You're asking people to buy from you. No, you need to be somebody that they're going to go to because they know they're going to get so much value from from looking at your page, from following your page. They're going to learn. They're going to be educated and be entertained. And if you're giving back, absolutely. But so going back to this whole thing of following your instinct and your gut, it takes a brave person to do that, doesn't it? To actually be the one that stands there. Often the first person in, you know, for many generations in, you know, in your family that, or the only one in your family that might be standing up and saying, no, I'm following that path that I know I'm following my gut. So how can you, can you give some help to our listeners? How do they go out and have that confidence to block out the noise and just follow what they know instinctively that they are here to do that, you know, they can help and and serve in so many great ways. How do they do that? You know, I think that often um, there are two different kinds of mindsets. There are, there's a growth mindset and a fixed mindset and a fixed mindset says, this is as good as I'm going to get. I kind of suck at this. Maybe I shouldn't do it. Right. And then there's other people that have this growth mindset that this is something that I'm really passionate about. I'm going to get good at it until I'm at the place that I want to be at. Right. And so it's really talking about reverse engineering your goals. And guess what? Unfortunately, when we pray or ask for more confidence, it doesn't just come down and into us. Right. I wish. (laughs) I know. Don't you? I do too. But what happens is opportunities will present themselves where we have where we have the opportunity to exude confidence or exude bravery or courage, right? And and at that, you're standing at, at the ledge and you're like, am I going to do that today or am I going to retreat? So it's always a choice. It's never comfortable. I actually recommend putting yourself outside of your comfort zone all the time because then you're forced to grow. And you know what? Once you start to do it once, twice, a few times, <laughs> start to get used to that feeling you expect challenge you become a problem solver you want the challenge don't you you actually keep that challenge because you know it is going to be really hard but you're going to come out of it going yes and you're going to have learned so much yeah I look for it now well and that's the thing and and you'll start to see things three steps ahead of everybody else and you'll start uh preparing for those challenges that are coming right and when you can start to do that, your, your confidence grows. How you grow your confidence is by doing the thing that you set out to do, right? So I'm going to go achieve this. And maybe you say it's going to be six months and you're not there in six months. Maybe it's a year and it hasn't happened. But a year and a half when it happens, you're like, okay, 
I've created this. Now I can help other people create this. And everybody is on a different path. Everybody has a different background, different set of morals and beliefs and life experiences. So how could we possibly learn in one way when there are all these other extenuating circumstances? And so what I teach people to do is take the goal that they want and reverse engineer it, right? Break it down into uh, daily, weekly, monthly and yearly. And by the way, I don't just set business goals. I set personal goals. So like weekly, I need to go on a date night with my husband. Weekly, I need to do something special that is going to create an interaction with my daughter where she learns something that is connected to her morals and values, right? Whether it's giving back, whether it's learning a new skill and learning how to work through challenges, whether it is uh, communicating with kids that are different age or different level, right? And so I purposely am intentional with my time. And, and what that does is it allows me a lot more free time because I spend time blocks doing the things that make me money. I spend time blocks doing the things that make me joy. And I spend time blocks with my family where I've learned to be absolutely present because what happens when you first get into this industry, you hustle, you hustle, you hustle, you hustle, you hustle, and you burn out. And then you hustle and you hustle and hustle some more. And what I learned is that I wasn't working smart. I was working really, really hard to try and create something that had I built with joy and ease and flow and grace and not put so much pressure on myself to have an instant business that by the way, other people would want to come with me. Other people would want to say, Hey, what's she doing living on the beach? What's she doing going on vacation again? What's she doing working from her phone? That's crazy. (laughs) Well, then let's have a conversation, you know, you have to, you, you said, right. What you said at the beginning, you have to live the life that you're promising. You're promising to deliver and you're trying to show people what's possible. So can you um, just give some words of wisdom on what would you say to people who haven't achieved their goals yet? They've been hustling for a while. They've perhaps been in the industry for a while and they just haven't moved forward perhaps at quite the pace that they wanted to. They're not at that rank where they expected to be. What would you say about that? Because that happens all the time expectations. Isn't that a funny word? Expectations, the expectations that you have for not only yourself, but often in this industry, your team, right? You have expectations for people when they come in, you have expectations for your leadership, you have expectations. And those expectations are the killer of joy, right? When you expect to be somewhere, I remember setting a goal for myself in a certain month and year and watching that goal pass by month after month after month. And a year later, I still wasn't at that goal. And I really believe that you need to do things until you become good at them, right? I want to give you an example. I, since I was 16 years old, I wanted a Jeep. I wanted a Jeep. I've always wanted a Jeep. It is my dream car. Okay. I've always held that in the back of my mind, but one thing I don't believe in is holding a lease. I always have paid my cars for cash. I don't want a car payment. It is a liability, right? And so I could never afford the Jeep that I wanted. Now, there was a time that I thought, maybe I'm never going to get that Jeep. Maybe it's just not for me, right? And my mindset started to expand with the people that I had around me. 
And so who you hold in counsel, the people that you have beside you are going to determine your goals, right? If you're not where you want to be right now, this is what I tell my team all the time. If you're not where you want to be right now, you're operating at that level, whether it's your personal development and your mindset, whether it's your activity level, whether there's a self-limiting belief that you're not willing to overcome to get there, right? There's always going to be something. And I find often at the $500 a month, like $500 to $1,000 a month, it's usually a skill set. It's communication. It's how they show up, right? It's learning marketing and, and how to serve people, right? If you can't make that first initial little bit of money, right? And then we go into like people that want to make between $1,000 and $5,000 a month. That's where leadership and duplication come into play, right? And so you have to have some sort of layered leadership. You've got to have some sort of people that are working alongside you that you're raising the bar for, which by the way, you need to become a value and service for because people are always leaving. So if you are somebody that help other people win, they're going to stick around a lot longer. So what do people do a lot of the time? They set it and forget it. They bring people in. They're like, you're on your own. Let's go. Or they do the opposite and they overcoach people. And they're like, hey, how are you doing today? Can I help you? Is there anything you want to do? Have you done anything for your business today? Would you like some coaching? Would you like some training? And what does that do to the other person? The other person is thinking, oh man, I was just getting started. I, I thought I was doing pretty good. And now I've got somebody else with their expectations wanting me to do more when maybe I'm not ready to do more. And we've got a volunteer army. And then you get people that are at the $5,000 mark and get stuck and they want to make 10, 20, $30,000. That is all systems and your mentality and duplication. That's all that is. And it's realizing that you cannot do it alone. And good leaders, good leaders don't have to be the people at the top and have all the recognition. Good leaders recognize their people and create leadership on their team. Um, right now, I'm refocusing and, and rereading the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership with John Maxwell, uh, a book that everybody should read and read uh, repetitively throughout their lifetime. Because what's really cool about personal development is that you, you only get out of it where you are in your journey. And when you go back and revisit it, you might get another level. You might get a deeper into something. You might have a completely different meaning of something. And so for those people that maybe are stuck, I hate to say this to you, that's you. You're stuck because you've said you're stuck. You suck because you said, oh, this is, I'm so frustrated. I'm so overwhelmed. Stop saying that stuff. You're speaking it into existence. Start surrounding yourself with people who are at the level that you're in, right? When I did this, it was a few months ago, actually. Um, I, I was at a, a leadership retreat and I was like, I just don't know how you get so much done in the day. Like, I, and, and I wasn't outsourcing enough because I needed to be in control of my business. I wasn't outsourcing. And so she's like, you want to know how you get here? It's because you're trying to do it all. You're trying to do everything. You're trying to control everything. She's like, you need to let go of control and let somebody else do it at 80% where you can do a hundred, let somebody else do it at 80% and you'll scale your business and you'll be able to make, you know, the money that she was making, which is ridiculous. And I was like, huh, I just needed to have that conversation with somebody who was already there and figure out what it was that I was missing. It wasn't, I didn't deserve to be there. I didn't know any better. I wasn't smart enough. I wasn't talented enough. I wasn't good looking enough. I was not skinny enough. It was none of that BS. It was that I didn't know to ask the right question to the right person. And so all you got to do is find somebody that's where you are and start getting curious. Instead of being jealous and being like, ah, I could never do that. They probably never see their kids. They probably never see their husband. They're probably not even happy, right? Like instead of that's silly because that's what we're conditioned to do as humans to keep ourselves safe. Instead, get curious and put yourself in front of those people and say, hey, 
I'm just curious, you know, did you ever struggle with this? How did you overcome it? What was something that you did differently? And that those conversations will fast track you to that level if you're willing to do the work and take action on those things. Yeah. I'm smiling at all of that, everything you I said. Know, I know, I so true. <laughs> You're amazing, honestly. It's so true. And there are so many people out there in this industry who are leaders, like you said, who are not at that paid level yet, but they have so much skill. And it's just a case, I so believe, it's just a case of time catching up. They are already the leaders. They just need to get to that point. So surrounding yourself and opening your mouth and be brave enough to talk to the people, inspiring people like yourself, it, it's just going to elevate you and gonna, you're always going to learn something. And I'm definitely going to go and get that book out again. I have read it, but not for a while. So thank you for the reminder. Oh, that was honestly, Christina, so, so, so much good stuff. Just um, before we go, tell everybody where they can find you if they want to go and listen to your podcast, buy your book and find you on Instagram, all that kind of thing. Thank you so much. So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at the Christina Whiteley, W-H-I-T-E-L-E-Y at Christina with a C-H. And I'm also on Facebook. You can connect with me there. Um, I My book, Women Let's Rise, uh, was a collaboration book with a bunch of really powerful women and powerful stories. I highly recommend it for anybody that's looking for inspiration. You can get it on Amazon. And my podcast is called Beyond Balance. It's a transformational podcast for entrepreneurs that are looking uh, to build something great and create a legacy for themselves. Uh, and you can find that on Spotify and Apple podcasts. Amazing. I'm going to go and look out, look up that book as well, but thank you so much, Christina. That has been absolutely incredible. I know everyone's taken away so much. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And speak thank to you, you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. Don't forget to check out the link in the show notes, which is going to take you to that plan of action that you can implement in your business to help you grow this month. And if you really enjoyed this podcast, I would so appreciate a five-star review and hit the subscribe button. And as always, if you want to contact me and get in touch, I love chatting with you guys. Please send me a DM over on Instagram at Helen Thacker, and I will see you next week.